You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. Jake Halpern's new book is Bad Paper, Chasing Debt from Wall Street to the Underworld. Jake, could you read to us from your book, please? Brandon created the impression that he was a charging bull, a creature whose sheer force was so brutal and overpowering that you had to move the hell out of the way once he got going. Sure, he was hamming it up, inflating himself into the caricature of the brash, armed robber who'd done ten years in the can. But even this performance was part of the deal. This was his shtick, his talk-off, his chest-thumping war dance. And as lewd and unbearable as he could be, everyone seemed to believe that you needed a Brandon Wilson to scare off all the con men and hucksters and charlatans in this industry. Jake, at the heart of this book is a fantastic friendship between Brandon and Aaron. I'd like you to talk about meeting these men and creating their characters and discovering them. Yeah, the moment that this book crystallized in my mind was the night I had dinner with these two guys for the first time. And one of them is this very polished banker from one of the wealthiest and and, and famous families in Buffalo. And the other is this kind of brash, rough-around-the-edges armed robber from the streets of Boston. And the two of them have come together because the armed robber knows how to find these – former armed robber knows how to find these incredible deals um, on debt and also – if there's trouble that arises, which inevitably there is in this industry, he's got the muscle to handle it. But he needs someone with deep pockets like Aaron who can court the wealthy investors to give them the millions of dollars that they need in order to buy all this paper. So the two of them are kind of tied in this very unlikely uh, friendship and professional relationship. This book revolves around the idea of bad paper, but it's not paper, and it's not just making money by collecting debt. You can also resell the paper itself. Talk about the Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, it's funny. This debt is called paper in the business, and the debt are these unpaid accounts that the banks sell off for pennies on the dollar. But what they're not selling off, it's not paper or detailed records of all the account statements. It's often just Excel spreadsheets or mainly Excel spreadsheets, which have the debtor's name, their social security number, their address, the balance, when the account was opened, and that's about it. And these spreadsheets are bought and sold and bought and sold. So the first guy buys it for four pennies on the dollar, collects everything he can, whatever he can't, then he sells for three pennies and the two pennies on the dollar. And then it keeps going down the debt food chain until it ends up in the hands often of some very rough characters. And these rough characters don't just use their physical presence and their background as ex-cons to intimidate people. They also use some, I think, pretty interesting psychological techniques to get people on the phone and keep them there. And they have different classes of people that they have, whether they're the the people who make a promise, break a promise. Talk about the classes of debtors that they contact on the phone. Yeah, well, Brandon really was Brandon Wilson, the farmer arm robber who runs a shop, which I'm, I, I should say is is a is a fairly reputable shop in the business. But he he has a, a kind of whole classification system for debtors. So once he gets the spreadsheet and tries to make contact with them, depending on the likelihood that he thinks that he'll pay, he he gives them a different kind of nomenclature, if you will, and that enables him to zero in on the accounts that he thinks are most likely to pay. Um, and so, for example, someone that hangs up would be very low. Someone, But someone that, say, makes a promise but then breaks it, you think that that would be 
like say I promise I'm going to pay 100 bucks next Wednesday and the next Wednesday comes and I don't pay. You think that would be not worth much, but a, that's what he calls a broken promise. And to him that's good because he's gotten you to acknowledge that it's your debt and when he calls you back up, he can say, "Hey, Joe, you promised to call me this Wednesday. It's Thursday. Are you a man of your word? Are you going to make good on what you said?" So for Brandon, that is a better class of debtor that broken promise. Talk about the people who are at the very bottom of this process, the lawyers. Yeah. So when no one else can collect on this debt, when, when, when either the smoothest talking collector or the most aggressive, hardest, hit, hardest hitting, threatening collector can't, when all of those people fail, the, the bottom of the food chain here are the lawyers who sue on this debt in court. And the reason they're at the bottom is they have this special weapon that they can use judgments that they obtain in court, often default judgments, because the people they sue typically don't show up. And once this default judgment is in place, they can just go ahead and garnish the person's wages or clear out their checking account. And and this is what happens um, unless <laughs> unless the debtor shows up and pushes back and asks for some evidence connected with the debt. And often, not always, but often, this will result in the case getting dismissed because there simply is no evidence. I've been speaking with Jake Halpern. His new book is Bad Paper, Chasing Debt from Wall Street to the Underworld. Thank you for joining me, Jake. Hey, it's been my pleasure. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.